Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, everybody. Hi, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to all of our friends out there. We've got a great show for you today. Evidently, also, we have friends in the Dominican Republic and in Norway because we were charting there. Shocking. Every once in a while, we get like these reports every week of where we're charting. And every once in a while, we get a country that the country in and of itself is not strange. But the fact that we're charting there is. Yes. Not to mention when we were charting in Russia during the, I mean, I know Russia and Ukraine is still going on. Yes. But like at the very beginning, we were like, uh. This seems odd. Anyway, welcome to all our listeners in Norway and the Dominican Republic. Lovely, lovely that you're listening. Mi gente. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of an Ikea word. I don't know. Hedge? They're from Norway, right? Billy Bookcase. Billy Bookcase. That's Sweden. Oh, damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, guys. We have a great show for you today. First up, we are going to discuss what we just don't have time for anymore. There's no space for this. And uh, there's a lot. Newsflash. There's a lot we don't have space for. There's a lot. Then we're going to have some time for some mom rants. Ranting. Mom rant. I really want to change that name. Fine. Okay. Ranting. I think we should call it something like Time Drants. Where we like set a timer. That's terrible. Anyway, we're gonna rant. We'll think of the name later. Um, and as always, we have your hashtag swag bag. And up next, take it away, kiddo. Tits and shits. All right, tits and the shits. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. This is not a paid. Oh, that no. Mm, uh. Ooh. Can I go first? I want to address something. Yes. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. You guys know that we pre-record about like a week ahead of time, if not like a week and a half ahead of time. So. This is the first time we're talking about it on the show. The shooting at Robb Elementary School. I didn't want us to not address this. That's really what we're going to get into with our mom rant. So we won't focus on it too much here. But yeah, I mean, what to say that has not already been said? I mean, I had my first nightmare about mass shootings. And I think that's at the point where I was just like, oh, fuck. All I can really say is... Uh, it's very, a shit, not yeah, a tip. It is definitely a shit. I am very concerned about our country, our children, us, all of you. And it's been an all-consuming thing. And, you know, the only, only thing that gave me any sense of relief in all of this is that I had started working with Moms Demand Action before. And to know that it's the only thing that allows me some peace is that I'm doing something to contribute to a solution. If you are like me where it's invading every single fucking part of your being and you need a a way to feel proactive, then I would suggest volunteering um, in some capacity, fundraising, doing something because I, I don't know what else to do. My mom used to make fun of me for talking about maybe homeschooling my kid. And now she's like, no, I think you should probably do that. I I have such torn feelings about it because I love your idea of kind of like doing it there. In all honesty, I would consider sending Sebastian to your homeschool. Mm -hmm. But also like anything contrary to that possibility seems dumb at this point because it ain't good out there. No, it's not good. It's not good. And it's scary. And I think... God, it's so hard to talk about this because I'm just so exhausted. Why don't Why don't you just move on to the tits? Because we're gonna rant about it. 
Okay, my tits are. Uh, we went to we went to Pleasantville for Memorial Day weekend, and it was very nice. It was unexpected. It was a last minute change of plans, so that's really nice. The other tit is, I feel like last week for you and I on a personal level, Carrie was transformative for us. Yeah, for our business. I don't mean to like dangle the golden carrot in front of you guys and then be like, oh, we can't talk about it. It's not, we can't yet, but we will let you know as soon as we can. And for the first time in a long time, things feel like they're coming a little easier. Yeah. For first time ever in my career, Mm -hmm. things feel like they're coming a little easier. And I'm like fighting with the imposter syndrome deep down inside of me because so far everything has been such a fight. Everything has felt like I'm clawing my way to get somewhere and now it's finally happening and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh this is strange this is a strange new feeling and so you know I'm very proud of us and I'm very proud of our partnership and I feel so lucky to have you as my I feel like we talk about this a lot which you know it's nice to have gratitude in life but I feel so lucky to have you as my partner because we truly have each other's back like one of us will be inundated with work I've tried to have your back. I went away on vacation. You tried to have my back. Like, it's just such a give and take. And we're so there for each other professionally, emotionally, as friends. This is one of the healthiest relationships. Yes, it is one of the healthiest relationships in my life. And despite the fact that I have tried to keep it just professional for a while there, you clawed your way into my fucking heart. That's right. (laughs) I am so grateful for it. I'm proud of us. I know, me too. Just remember, Paula Abdul said, Says you take two steps forward, two steps I take forward. I take and three one steps step back, or one step back. So we are moving forward. Doesn't she take three steps back? How many steps does Paula Abdul take back? Two steps forward, or is it three steps forward and two steps back? I gotta look. That's what it is. Three steps forward and two steps back. I feel like just remember we're always two, three steps forward, two steps back because as soon as we get something, we lose something. So as long as it's at least one step forward, Paula, we're good. Right. That's the point. We're we're moving forward one step. That was really defeatist when I was like two steps forward, three steps back. I was like, "Wow, Paula, Abdul, like it's her fault we got it wrong." All right. So my tits are I have been kind of vegan. Oh, yeah. How's it going? I want to hear about it. I actually... Can you believe we haven't talked for like four days, really? Because I've been away. She's been busy. So. I was about ready to just text you every day. Guess what? I'm vegan because vegans can't stop talking about being vegan. I honestly, I am proud of the level of like self-control you've had about this veganism in not telling me constantly. I know, I know. I'm I'm telling Lee. Lee's getting all of it. So I'm like a five-day-plus vegan. Like, I mean, I've been doing it for two weeks now, but like Monday through Friday, vegan. Mm-hmm. And then sort of vegan on the weekend, but allowing myself an occasional like egg. piece of cheese or an egg or whatever. And I have to say, I feel better. I haven't like lost a ton of weight. I've lost some weight, but I do feel better and my clothes fit better. Yesterday, I did not eat well at all. And I woke up today feeling horrible. So that's a bummer, but it also compels me to continue 
doing it. Yeah. I'll talk about it. It's going to be my swag bag, but I'm doing a meal delivery service. Sakara, right? Sakara, yeah. It's costly. It's very expensive. It's I've very expensive. It. I really enjoy it. The meals are absolutely freaking delicious. They did not pay me for this, although they should. I wish. But I like it. So I don't know. I might continue just getting breakfast and lunch from when I'm working that job in Princeton because you have to bring your own lunch and it's early morning and I might continue that for the four weeks and I'm making good money on that job. And I bought a bunch of vegan cookbooks because I want to try to keep it up, but I can't do this meal delivery service all the time. I bought my mom a really good one. Let me figure out. It was a few years ago. I'll, I'll find it for you and send it to you. It's a really great cookbook. The thing about being vegan is you have to learn some tricks and then they use those same tricks in a lot of recipes. And if you don't get the trick right, it tastes terrible. Yeah. You, it's like mastering any, for me, as somebody who cooks a lot, like Indian food seems very overwhelming. It's one of my favorite kinds of food. Yeah. But because it uses a completely different like palate and different spices, my brain can't fully wrap around it. So I get it. And good vegan food is really delicious. And bad vegan food is disgusting. Well, and also when you're a vegan, you run into this trap of eating a a lot of like faux food, like Beyond Meat, nothing against Beyond Meat, but like that's all chemical processed stuff. This is not like that. Yeah, this is like learning how to use legumes and shit like that. Or like toasting coconut and then making it taste like bacon. Have you seen that trick on TikTok where they make a banana peel into bacon? No. It does not seem appetizing. Are we supposed to eat banana peels? I guess you can, but these people, I'm going to find you the recipe. I've also seen like water watermelon on a grill that like kind of tastes like meat I, I next from now on I'll forward them to you there's these spices that my vegan friends have like shouted out that make things smoky flavored to give it like like garum yeah masala and stuff yeah so that's the plus is I feel really good being vegan great the shits I forgot what the segment was called for a second. <laughs> Aside from this boob side fat situation that I have with this romper that doesn't fit me quite right that you can see, my shits are, I think just, I have been kind of like a little bit low energy. I feel like it's a mixture of a lot of things happening. I started a new job as well as continuing my old job. Lee's mom died. Lee's mom died. We have Harold staying in our town and we're going out and doing a lot more stuff. Wait, he's not in your house? No, he's staying at a hotel. Why? One, he loves hotels. Okay. Two, he's in a walker, so he can't do the stairs and we don't really have a full bathroom on the first floor, so. Got it. And having him has been the absolute tits. He's happy. Luna's happy. He's going to stay longer. And Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. We had to like kind of force him to be here because you know when you're older change is tricky. You don't have your things or whatever. And also his wife just died. Like what a dramatic change to go from Cleveland to New Jersey. It's like it seems like a lot. He is having the time of his life. He wants to stay longer. It's really been beautiful. Him and Luna always kind of had a good relationship but it's just beautiful just to see them together. Maybe you can convert your garage into like a bungalow that he can live in. We're thinking about, he's like, maybe I buy an apartment in Montclair. That's nice. He could. I mean, you know, and spend part of the time in Cleveland and part of the time in Montclair. I mean- Yeah. He was like, your house next door is for sale. I was like, that's kind of big, but okay. (laughs) You know, they have like senior residencies that are really nice here. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see, but that's a tip. The shit is just that I've just been tired. I feel like you and I are moving into this other phase, both professionally together and also separately in other aspects of our life. And trying to integrate all those things at the same time when it's new can be very exciting, but 
tiring. And so I just think, you know, that plus it's like nice out. So we've been doing things outside with the neighbors. It's just like a lot of things happening all at once. And I haven't quite figured out how to make all of them work. I don't know if we ever will. I think that's kind of like the trick of motherhood. And this is what I was talking about like a couple episodes ago. It's like that stamina I used to have, I no longer have. And it's because there's a whole other mentally draining and emotionally and physically draining aspect of my life that I did not have before. I'll tell you this, Luna's got to learn how to go to bed by herself because that is sucking all of my time. I don't do anything on my own at night because I end up falling asleep with her. The reality of me laying down, it takes her a very long time to fall asleep. By that point, I'm ready to go to sleep. It's not working. So we really have to address that. This is the argument I have with Matt all the time uh, with with Sebastian. Like he's willing to put Sebastian down until he falls asleep. And I'm like, the kid's going to be five in two months. He needs to be able to put himself to sleep. You're wasting a lot of your time. And it's all on you because I don't put him to bed the same way you do. So he doesn't want to go to bed with me. So either get on board with what I'm doing or don't. Also, I remembered a new tip. Can I say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to this small private school in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's fifth grade to 12th grade. And I went there from sixth grade to 12th grade. And the entire time I was at that school, there were a number of teachers. But one of the teachers was retiring, Justin McCormick. And uh, he's moving to Connecticut to go take care of his mother, who I guess has ailing health. So I showed up. I haven't been to one reunion. I haven't been. I have barely even been to like house parties once you graduate. And I got to tell you what? a great, lovely experience I had. Firstly, I got kind of tipsy and was smoking cigarettes with my one of my teachers. I'm not going to say who. I doubt anyone from that world listens to this podcast, but I don't want to out her. But it was awesome. I saw boys I used to have flings with. I saw lovely girls that I used to do all my theater department stuff with. I made some peace with some things. I might be on the board of my school. Like, look at you. Look at you. Look, I was never this kid that was like, like my goal in life was not to peak in high school, was to have a whole life beyond it and to also not hold myself back, not live in my past, and which is part of why I haven't really gone to these things. And I have to tell you, I now understand why people go to high school reunions. I never understood it. It gives you closure. Yep. What a beautiful, beautiful experience I had there. Truly just lovely. And I look, I might be doing a play. I might be doing an alumni play this summer. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? What a crazy world. Anyway. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Up next, what we just don't have room for is moms. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so recently I said one of the most pretentious statements to Ashley that has ever been said. And I believe I said that I referred to an article as a David Sedaris shouts and murmurs in the New Yorker. And she was like, that was the maybe the worst, most pretentious thing you've ever said. Um, and... <laughs> In honor of that, I found a Shouts and Murmurs article from the New Yorker that we are going to talk about. The article is entitled, Things I Don't Have Room For as a Mother. 
here are some of the things that this lovely lady lists. Harry Styles. Shouldn't have time for Harry Styles. Disagree. I, I disagree too. 100%. I have so much room for Harry Styles. I have some room. I don't have room to like listen to a ton of his music and like keep up with him, but I have enough room to see any picture of him ever. Yes. But other than that, I don't need to go any further than that. And also I have the room for as feral as he makes me. <laughs> and I have the room for him and Olivia Wilde's gossip. That's lots of room. That's what I have room for. But yeah. I'm not going to like listen to the B sides or no. like you know get his full bio no. from uh, Wikipedia or whatever. I don't need to know what his parents did for a living. I don't need to know that. I can't name a One Direction song. No. Okay, so Harry Styles, I disagree with you, ma'am. Maybe your life would be better if you did make room for him. I think it would. I think it would. Just a little bit of room for Harry Styles. And from what I've heard from his celebrity bulge, you gotta make quite a bit of room. Yeah, yeah. A tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting in line for brunch. Also disagree. I also disagree with that one as well. Well, with stipulations. Where do you live, ma'am? Where do you live? Pretty much everywhere you have to wait for brunch. Yes, for Firstly, how long's the line? Right. I'm not going to wait in a long line, but I'll wait a little bit for brunch. Breakfast is the one meal I refuse to make. I'm not a big breakfast person, and my favorite thing is eggs. Note to the listener. Yeah. Ashley is not a morning person. I'm not. I don't know what gave it away in our two and a half years of doing this show, but I am not a morning person. (laughs) I mean, here's what I have to say. In the early 2000s, there was a couple of brunch spots in New York that were iconic, like from Sex in the City and from various other things. So I have waited in line in my 20s. Upwards of two hours yes. for a brunch. I used to have like a, a girlfriend that we specifically went to different brunch places around the city that everyone talked about. So like right. brunch used to be like a huge part of like my personal cultural lexicon. I don't have right. time for it now the way right. I used to. But like every once in a while, I can make time for brunch. And then the second thing I have to say about that is every place I've ever lived, including the suburbs, you have to wait for brunch. Oh, Montclair lines for brunch are yeah. just as bad if not worse than Manhattan. I think probably because there's even less restaurants. I mean, for us, Lee and I do brunch a lot, not necessarily like on the weekends, which is like, I think when people normally do brunch, but Lee does not eat breakfast. He eats lunch and I eat Mm. all the meals. And so sometimes the, the first meal for Lee has to be in that brunch area. Yeah. And I've already gotten up and eat eaten and I'm hungry again. And then that becomes my lunch. So we do eat that, yeah. you know, somewhat regularly. But we have a kid, like even from when I was pregnant, so when I started to be pregnant, I was like, I can't wait too long because I will pass out. No. And same thing with Luna. Like we just can't wait. So I do have like some time for waiting in line for brunch. Some. It's very minimal though. Yeah. But it does exist. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Wishing I was the prettiest woman in the room. Yeah, I don't have time for that. No. 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 I mean, look, I'd be lying if I didn't say every once in a while when I'm in a room with a lot of other people and I see someone really beautiful that I wish, oh, I wish I was, I wish I looked like that person. But for the most part, no. I mean, just the amount of work I used to put in in my 20s into like going to a party so that I could like look really good. I don't got time for that. I'm supposed to go to a wedding next this coming week. And even that, I'm like, well, my dress, 
Thank God I don't have to wear shapewear, you know? like As a typical character actor, I've never been the leading lady. I've never been the prettiest. I've never really strived to be the prettiest in the room, to be honest with you. I have strived to be the funniest. Mm. I have strived to be the most successful. I have strived to be the most desired. Yes. Which is different than being the prettiest. So I don't really think I ever had time for being the prettiest in the room. I do want to be the funniest in the room. I do want to be the most, I have wanted to be the most desired. But for me, that means like a bunch of different things, not just pretty. Yeah, I get that distinction that you're making. And I think, I think that's also- You are like a just- you are a pretty girl. Like everyone. You are a pretty girl. <laughs> you are a pretty girl. <laughs> but the way you are a pretty girl. But like you are conventionally beautiful. You're tall. You're equine. You've got your future. <laughs> so I think that that makes sense that you would want to be the prettiest girl because that's like on the table for you. And also, this is going to sound really weird and like, like no one wants to hear somebody who's like, decent looking sit there and be like I wish I was prettier but the truth is when you grow up and people focus a lot on your looks and tell you all the time you know I had a grandmother who was very much like for my grandmother a big sense of pride for her was my looks Mm -hmm. and so that was something that was very much ingrained in my mind and when I was younger you know not being the prettiest girl in the room was like a blow to the ego. This sounds so narcissistic and so full of myself, and I will literally never say this out loud again because this is like one of my deep harbored things that I would never say because it's embarrassing. So why not share it with 10,000 people? (laughs) I know. I mean, that has been a thing that is harder. It's like even getting older, it's like harder to deal with things like that. But now I've also gotten to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm a lot more than that. And if anything, I think I'm like a fucking great person. And I think that is way more attractive than anything else. I don't even know if that's a mom thing. I think just like being in my 30s, I wouldn't have time for that anymore. And I don't know that anyone would. TikTok. Well, I disagree with you. We've made a career out of TikTok. Well, not a full career. You guys know we have plenty of time for TikTok. Does this woman know that Ashley went viral? Because you would have time. You would have time if, like Ashley... You went viral. You would make time. Did we even talk about the most latest viral one? No, you have another viral one, you little shit. No, the pro-choice one, the the Mother's Day strike one. Did we talk about that? Yeah, you did talk about it because you said people made death threats at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone was going to shoot You know, that thing. (laughs) Just casual TikTok death threats. So what don't you have time for now? I don't have time for trolling people on the internet. No, I don't. I used to do a lot of trolling. Did you? I was never somebody who would like outwardly say anything. But it didn't make sense what I trolled. I would just go down like a weird troll hole. It wasn't necessarily like, get me to the troll toll, pay the troll toll. If you want to get into this boy's hole, you got to pay the troll toll. <laughs> the troll toll. <laughs> if you want to pay, if you wait, you got to pay the troll toll if you want to get in this boy's hole. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, that's an always sunny reference. Anyway, the troll hole that I would go under and down through was not like my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend or who is that ex- It was like, oh, cool. Let me see what the girl in my English class who always said she used to match her bra and underwear all the time together. And I was like, ridiculous. Let's see what she did. Yeah, but you weren't commenting on it. No, but I just mean like trolling like 
I guess, is it not trolling? We just like go down the, like you're trolling, like, and then I'm going to troll the man she married. Where'd she meet him? I'm like, haven't thought about this girl. And then all of a sudden it comes into my mind that I got to like FBI it or I don't know. I call that stalking and like going down, okay. going down a, like a wormhole or a K-hole. That I still occasionally have time for. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's what I don't have time for. I don't have time for that. I have a Finsta that I even have just for trolls. <laughs> you do. And I have for a- going down the wormhole. <laughs> A troll. For people that I don't want to know. I think most people have a Finsta. I just look at myself. Remember, you're like, you're just looking and it's you. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't have time for the nonsense that's going on in the world. I don't have time for extremist conservative views. That's what I don't have time for. I don't have time for wearing thongs or any sort of uncomfortable shoe. A- Men, no mm-hmm. time for uncomfort at this point. Like, it takes a very special occasion for me to find time for that shit. Yeah. It really, I don't really have time for shaving my legs either. <laughs> I know. That's like a COVID thing. I'm like, ain't nobody seeing my pits in my legs. No. Nobody has time. I was like trying on a box of clothes I ordered in front of my mom. And I had, of course, granny panties on. And like, my bush was peeking out on the side. I know you sent me a picture. <laughs> And my mom was like, so what? You you just don't wax that anymore? And I was like, nah, I give birth out of my vagina. It's seen enough trauma. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We don't have time for that. And that being said, I have to go get a wax tomorrow because I'm going to Florida, but not in a normal situation because <laughs> I'm not going to be seen in like my bathing suit or underwear on a regular basis anywhere. Yeah. Except my home. And they've already seen it. Right. Been there and done that, guys. I don't have time for reading books, but I'm really trying to do that again because it makes me happy. I really don't have... I don't have time for that. Yeah. Sorry, it's not time. I don't have room. Yeah. I don't have room for the gajillion superhero movies that exist in the world. Ugh, I never had time for that. That's kind of a random one. But like all movie people automatically want to talk about like Marvel films and stuff. And I make it a point to not watch those movies. I have, I don't have the room for it. Me too. I don't understand what they're contributing to the world other than like explosions and like shit like that. Although I would like to see the new Batman because I like Batman. But otherwise, yeah, none of the Marvel shit. I think it doesn't have Michael Keaton in it, the new one. Maybe there's cameo. I don't know. Hey, how about this? I don't have room for the new Batman movie because it's two and a half fucking hours long. <laughs> and I can't watch it around my child because it's violent and scary. And I don't want to watch it before bed because I don't have two and a half hours where I'll be awake before bed. So how about that? I don't have room for that. All right. Do it. I don't have room for my, like, 16-step Korean facial system. I know, I know, I know. I'm like, two steps. I'm just like, two steps. I know, I have it right now. I got to get back to it because I was really doing it good and I noticed a difference. I know. I have room for two steps. That's it. Honestly, right now, I, like, barely have room to even be ambitious. I feel like the past, like, three weeks, I've been just trying to, like, survive and get through. Yeah. And I have not had room to do any unnecessary like making life easier down the road Mm. work like even laundry I have not had a full load of laundry done within the same day in like a month Mm. you know what I mean where you like put it in the wash and put it in the dryer fold it and put it away I have not done that in like over a month you know what I don't have room for room for you know what I don't have room for (laughs) what becoming viral on TikTok 
TikTok. <laughs> Becoming viral on TikTok. But you have time for it, obviously. I didn't even do anything. What is this accent? It's really good. It's a good Irish accent. I think so. I don't know. You know what I don't have room for? Learning how to do accents well. I don't have room for that. <laughs> you don't, also don't have room for liking British things. No, I, do, I don't have the room for that. I do not. Have Except Harry Styles. That. He's the only British thing you got room for. All the room for Harry Styles. Tunnel. <laughs> I have the tunnel. What do you guys not have room for? What conventional nonsense do you not? Oh, here's one more. I don't have room for crafting. And crafting is my therapeutic, happy thing. And I just have not had the room to do it. You best to make some room. And I even have like a whole crafting area. I just don't have the room. It's just like another thing. It's like when I have a moment to myself, I just want to veg. I don't want to read. Yep. I just want to lay on be- on my bed and have my mind drifted away that takes as little work as possible by something that doesn't make me fear everything. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Doomsday Ashley. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like even TikTok, there's times where I go on TikTok and it's just like, all like bad stuff or sad stuff. I don't have room for it. So that's where I go and put on The Office and watch that for the six millionth fucking time. All right. Should we move it along? Let's do it. Okay. Now we're going to do a little rent with the rants. Rant with the rents. <laughs> you named it. You don't even know what to call it. We're going to set a timer and we're going to rant. I think we should just rant together. I don't think we should rant separately. Okay, let's rant together. So what's the timer set for? Three minutes. And put the most obnoxious, the like, eh, 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 that noise. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So it's really jarring. Okay, we'll do it for three or four minutes. So guys, what we're ranting about, let's do four. What we're ranting about today is, um, that's a good one. I think it's called like, No. Too nice. That one. Okay. (laughs) So today we're going to rant because we we don't know how else to... Process. Yeah, and put out these feelings we're having. So we're just going to rant. And maybe we should encourage the listener, if you don't want to listen to our rant, maybe you just take the four minutes to rant yourself in your car, by yourself. Yes, I like this idea. Scream, let it out. Let's do it. Shall we? Let's start. Okay, here we go. I don't want to send my kid to school. I don't want to go anywhere. I'm now teaching in a school and I feel like I'm going to, I already thought I'll be a human shield. I'll give up myself, but then Luna will have only one parent. I can't understand. Second graders, second babies, little, little babies. I don't want to have to teach my kid active shooter drills. Like, it's like so scary that my kid has so many worries already. She's worried about getting COVID. She's worried about germs. She's worried about people dying. I asked my, the police officer outside of the school if he does active drills and they do and he's never even addressed it and here's the other thing I don't want to put another anxiety in this child's mind I don't even want to broach this subject because he has not said one single thing that has made me think he's even on to this is a thing that happens so I'm constantly as a mother wondering do I sit here and prepare my child for what to do if somebody 
some crazy motherfucker goes into school. And they say it's a bear. Some of them say in case a bear comes. I can't use that in Union City. What do I say? A rabid pigeon? What do I say? And how do I make him prepared without filling him with anxiety? Also, there's a whole thing about a child shooting a child. Like, it's so upsetting. Like, what were those kids thinking? I can't even let my mind go there because he was a child. And also, guns. He got it legally. It's like, not okay. And the kids are not okay. He's not okay because evidently no one took care of his mental health because he's not okay. What he did was not okay. And the saddest thing is all of our children are in crisis. Not to mention, this kid is 18. He knows what happens in an active shooter drill. He's been through it. Right. So the kids that are now doing these things know exactly what the procedure is. Here's what else I want to know about, and this is going to piss off a lot of people, including almost everybody in my family. But what the fuck is the point of the police if they are just going to stand there? Did you hear about that mother that went in there and what a fucking hero. I would run into the school and get my child to think of my child angry and alone and sad and upset. Matt said they'd have to fucking shoot me. Yeah. They'd have to shoot yeah. 40%, 40% of the allocated amount of money for that town goes to their police force. You know there's conspiracy theories now. There's like all these huge conspiracy theories and I'm not the biggest, I know despite what we say on this show, I'm not the biggest conspiracy theory person, but they sound like they make sense because if that's your fucking job, you weren't drafted. You chose that job. You're wearing body armor. That's your job. Those are children. And to stop other parents from going and doing what they needed to do. And the answer is not give the teachers the guns. The guns do not belong with kids. I feel bad that I have to ask my son's teacher every day after class was Sebastian a good boy today so I can determine whether I'm giving him his fucking dollar or not. Like, my son <laughs> is taking more of... And you want these people... Fuck it. Turn it off. We're going still. <laughs> you want these people... You want these people to have to worry about shooting people? Are you out of your goddamn mind? It's hard enough to be a teacher. It's hard enough. And then a teacher in a pandemic. And then... COVID rules? How are kids even supposed to learn? They're having enough hard time learning because of COVID and all these other things. So much on their fucking minds. And I don't want to hear one more fucking piece of anything from anybody. The profanities are flying. I'm not even going to apologize about it. I don't want to hear one more thing from one person about how babies in the uterus and the first breath. Because here's the thing. As soon as those children are born, you don't give a flying fuck about them. You don't care if they eat, if they're below the poverty line, if they have health care, if they get shot in their fucking school. Yeah, you don't care. You do not care. I am so tired of being told that because I'm a liberal, because I'm a Democrat, that I don't care about this country. No, let me tell you something. I care so much about this country. I want it to be the place my family, my ancestors fought to come to. That's what I want for this country. So don't tell me that because I'm a, I'm a Democrat, I'm not patriotic. I am incredibly fucking patriotic, but I, I want it to all be for something. You want to feel the way that we were told America was going to be. You want to know how bad things have gotten? My Cuban cousin, who constantly fights with me and stuff, has come onto the Montrage page and fought with us when we've said political things. Literally went into my DMs and said, I agree, there's a problem. And I called my mom and I said, oh shit, things are bad when he agrees with me. When he agrees with me, we're fucked. (laughs) I mean, thank God. Honestly, I appreciate it. It's literally like every single week, there's a different shooting. Every single week. It's almost every day. There was mass shootings this weekend that we didn't even hear about because we were all so busy being sad 
about these children. And here's the other thing. Ten days before that, ten people were murdered when they were grocery shopping. And this, you know, the sickest part, this took precedence because it was about children. What about those people? Why weren't people as outraged when it was those people at a supermarket? Because that's fucking terrible, too. Yeah. The whole thing is just so... That's it. I have no energy. I have nothing else. This is not an elegant rant. It is not articulate. It is not well put. It is meant to just be a place where we can just get it out of our system. Yeah. It may make for a horrible show. And honestly, we may lose half of our audience. But it is, I personally feel like it is our responsibility. We have a voice in this space. We've worked hard to make a voice in this space. And it would be irresponsible for us to not use this platform to affect change. Also, I'm going to say it. I think that if you're a mother and you are still okay with people just getting guns and using them, then I'm not quite sure what that's about. All of it, the guns, the being a forced birther, like all of that. If you're okay with any of that, why? I just want a solid explanation. Why are you listening to this show, number one? Firstly, you are in such the wrong place. Honestly, if you are, if you are pro-guns, look, I'm not saying nobody should have no guns. (laughs) That's not my stance. My stance is we need common sense gun laws. There's no reason to have assault rifles. That's my personal stance. Carrie, I know you have a different stance. But if you feel like people should have access to assault rifles and forced birth, I genuinely would like to hear from you. In fact, Carrie, I don't know what you think. Should we open up the platform for some discourse on the show? Sure. It won't turn nasty. It won't be ugly towards each other, but I'd actually like to hear the argument because at this point, there are so many holes in it. It is so hypocritical. I just don't understand it. Shall we move on to hashtag swag bag? Sakara and a book after all of that. Can you, like, the audacity we have to even sit here. I mean, that's what we're doing. (laughs) I'm overheating right now. Okay. Hashtag swag bag. Carrie, what's your hashtag swag bag? Sakara! The meal service for... This week we are not doing anything sponsored. No one sent us these things. This is just purely... It would feel too disgusting to do that right now. I am picking the meal delivery service. As y'all know, my blood test results have not been good. And my doctor was like, do you have a Hail Mary pass? Which is like, basically, you never want to hear that. Wait, what? I think what you never want to hear is that he asked you, or she, asked you if you have a Hail Mary. Not, do they have one for your health? They were like, so what's your plan, babe? Right. He's like, we tried everything else. So I decided that this was my Hail Mary pass and I wanted to eat something that was delicious so that and easy so that I could figure out if it made me feel good and then try to have that motivate me to make it myself. So we'll see. But I love the meals. They're really delicious. I did find a coupon. There are coupons available. Ooh, love that. Yeah, it's freaking delicious. I'm not as into their bars and other supplements. They're okay, but the meals are delish. I like nonfiction books. That was like someone who has voice modulation syndrome. I like nonfiction books. I love lamp. <laughs> are you just naming things you say? I really like nonfiction. I like comedy and I like stories about people who have made their own paths, careers, whatever. And I love Seth Rogen. I have for many, many years. I am oddly attracted to him. I just, oof. I know. I know. You like like funny people. I love funny guys. I really do. Funny guys are my, thank God my husband's a little funny and really good looking, you know? (laughs) 
But I just want to be real. You know what it is? I just want to be really good friends with Seth Rogen. I just want to like chill out at his house with his wife, with Matt. Smoke a bowl. Yeah, just like talk about funny things. So I read his book, Yearbook, and I just enjoyed every moment of it. It talks a lot about like being a young Jewish kid in the way that I was a young Jewish kid. He's really honest about his opinions on certain people in Hollywood. He calls people out. There's no, there's none of this like not naming names. You know I want to know the dirt. Yes, of course. So if any of that sounds appealing to you, check out Seth Rogen's book, Yearbook. It's pretty incredible. And it's started a whole path. I'm just going to make this the summer of nonfiction. I put out a blast asking people for women who do, because I realized I've been reading all these books that I really like by men and I had to sit there and be like why aren't you drawn to books by women yes why what's going on with you Ashley and I don't have a solid answer but I'm maybe it's because women just aren't funny (laughs) (laughs) JK 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 Um, but I just ordered Jesse Klein's book because it's essays about all of that in motherhood and I ordered Mindy Kaling's one of Mindy Kaling's books so I'll keep you posted on those as well I like her because I'm an office fan and she wrote so many of those episodes and like developed so much of that storyline it's hard for me to not like her mm-hmm. and you know what there's that what's that show she does on Netflix about like the teenage Indian girl I really like that show yeah I don't know if a second season ever came out obviously I guess I didn't like it enough but anyway. All right, guys. Well, that was a real roller coaster of emotions this episode. As always, we are erratic. I hope you used your four plus minutes wisely to rant yourself. Feel free to rant to us. You want to rant in an email? Let us know. Like we don't, we're not kidding when we say we're here for you. We really are. We will read it. It's a scary fucking time to be alive. Alive to be responsible for another person in this world, and you need support. And hopefully you have that. And sometimes you have support from people who have different opinions and you just need some like-minded people. We're here for you. In fact, I'll even go so far as to say, I will volunteer some time if you want to hop on a Zoom with us. Yeah. We'll just talk shit about the world on that. Ashley's fired up, guys. Ashley is fired up. I am fucking motivated. Bye. (laughs) Anyway, love you all. Have a great week and stay safe. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.